Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Astro Lushes. Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. This is Lisa. This is Andy. And we are here to give you our gift recommendations for the holiday season. And also just to tell you about things that we love. Exactly. We love a lot of things, and we want to tell you what they are. And (laughs) (laughs) you can buy them as gifts, or you can just buy them for yourself. And if you're worried that we're not lushed up for this episode... Oh, we are. We are. (laughs) We really, really are. It's Sagittarius (laughs) season. We are leaning in, friends. That is Lolo. Lolo. Lolo the cat. He's making noises. He has he's opinions. Meow. Oh, he's hissing. He is. Um, this is this is Astro Lushes, though. You guys who are used to it. We We're have raw. We're real. We have our phone stacked on two packets of cigarettes, <laughs> which we don't smoke because we don't smoke, and three astrological books beneath those packs of cigarettes. That's not indicative of our personalities. Not What's at all. So this is a ever. completely professional podcast. It's rude. It's really disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so but this is what we're doing tonight. For really real, it's Sagittarius season. Capricorn season is coming up. Capricorn season means you have to buy shit for people that is meaningful because it's Christmas. It's true. And tonight, mm-hmm. um, we are celebrating with something that Andy picked up on the way. It's called On the Rocks Premium Cocktails. This drink mm-hmm. is actually very Sagittarian. It's called The Aviation. That's why I picked it. And what's it made with? It's really just like English gin and, and violet essence. Mm. But when I was looking through the whole series of what that brand offers, they were all like old-fashioned and like, you know, typical cocktails. And this one was just the aviation, which felt like travel and possibility. And I can't think of something that felt more Sagittarian than that. Agreed. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. It's not apothic red, you guys. We're expanding our horizons. <laughs> we didn't buy a $9 bottle of wine this time. We didn't do that. No, I bought a $20 pre-made cocktail instead. <laughs> <laughs> we also had two bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> so we, even though we are degenerates who have gotten oh my God. too drunk tonight. Jesus. We, it's a, yeah, Wow. We do it for you guys, so it's like... We do it for you! (laughs) We did take the time to make a list of really beautiful things that we love so much. We are passionate about these things, so we really do want to actually share them as drunk as we are. (laughs) And as much as we owe you the next episode astrologically, we really just want to share... Some of the things that, like, we're given, some of the things that we explore, some of the things that we purchase for ourselves. Uh, I think Lisa and I are both, like, really conscious consumers. I like to think that. I like to think that. Yeah, I actually just buy anything that anyone tells me to buy, and I don't have any thoughts or brain cells about it. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I don't. I don't. And if anyone gives me anything that I don't like, I immediately just give it away. That's true. So... (laughs) <laughs> no, we're conscious consumers, for so, sure. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, Lisa. Like, what have you been into lately that you would want to share with others? Well. Because I feel like I have a bunch of stuff. Do you guys Do you guys hear that on the recording? If oh. you hear that, this is the sound of a fireplace and thunder. Thunder thundering in the background, providing a spooky and Christmassy vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's actually not thundering. It's called YouTube. 
It's raining outside. It is raining. And it is really cozy in here. True, it's very It's not a lie. It's not a lie. But if you hear the noises, the noises are a lie because we don't have like a real fire and yeah all the accoutrement yeah we're not in a cozy cottage we're not rich and cozy we're not rich and cozy we're poor and cozy we're poor and cozy (laughs) we're in simulating coziness as poor people (laughs) (laughs) oh my god wow wow just why do you guys listen to us seriously why are we talking there's no good reason it's not a single one i can think of well we, you have something that you're passionate about, and I want to hear you talk about it, Lisa. Okay, so the first thing that I would suggest that you pick up, if you haven't already, and you should do so immediately, because I'm pretty sure it's completely almost sold out, is the Many Moons 2022 Lunar Planner, which is made by, and for many years now, Sarah Godestiner. Um, it is a full planner for the year of 2022. It goes through every moon cycle, all the astrological transits, and includes many rituals throughout every month that you can use to tap into the beautiful, magical astrological cycle. I have a piece in it. Yes. I was going to say, can I call you out and ask about like what your participation in this is? Yes. Not all of our gifts are related to us, but this one is, and it's also really fucking good. (laughs) <laughs> what did you write for this, Lisa? I wrote for October 25th. It's the new moon and partial solar eclipse in Scorpio. Of course you did. I did. I did not know this, readers and <laughs> listeners. I did not know this beforehand. I'm very excited to learn this, Lisa. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's called The Ocean of Time is the piece that I wrote. And it just talks a little bit about um, going into the darkness of Scorpio. So you'll have to read more when you pick up the planner. But um, I'm really grateful to have been asked to write something for it. There's so many amazing essays and rituals and little spells and prompts throughout the planner. And I'm really, really happy that I got to write something that is around my sun sign, Scorpio. And I'm really proud of you for submitting a piece to that because that's really important. And the, the moon cycle that you write about particularly is extremely important. And I hope that... I hope the people who have no idea who Lisa Marie Bazile is or Astrolushes is read it and connect with your piece because you really are gifted in that. Oh, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. I do write like a tiny little poem incantation um, that you guys can use at the end of it if you are working in any way to create a spell or a ritual. But as always, I encourage you to write your own and to recite anything that feels right for you. Um, but yeah, this planner is very unique in that throughout the entirety of it, there are many different voices, many different perspectives, and it is a very collaborative, um, achievement and props to Sarah who Mm -hmm. puts it out. Yep. It's a really beautiful thing. And this one is particularly beautiful. The cover is like this deep, glorious purple, um, with these shiny silver beams coming off of, um, the moon or the sun and... I love it. I think it's really special. So check that out, the Many Moons Planner. What about you, Andy? What are you loving? I think this is a little bit basic for our listeners, but I'm going to share it anyway. If you don't follow Chani Nicholas, first of all, you just should. But uh, she has an app, or they have an app. I don't know what their preferred pronouns are, so I'm just going to say they from here on out. But uh, Chani has an app that um, I, I really enjoy because you can like pay to get your horoscopes you can pay to get like a deeper insight you don't have to pay for all of the content and I do appreciate that right but if you do pay for the content um I really appreciate that Chani shows 
charts in whole and natural houses, which is something that I've really been fighting against in the astrological world is the Placidus system, which is so mathematically based and very rigid. I respect it because like math is a, a certainty and math is an it's A plus B equals C. However, traditional astrology for many centuries has dealt in whole planets and whole houses and I find that if you're if you're looking up your chart on apps in Placidus and you're really confused by the information that is there, I think you could really benefit yourself by checking your whole house and natural house astrology and Chani only offers that uh, because I think they know better. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, they offer like new and full moon rituals around the signs that are important. They offer like rising and regular sign astrology and horoscopes. There's just... Chani's really... The content is so rich. Chani's mindful. It's very mindful. Mm -hmm. It's very thoughtful. And um, we've both had revelations looking at whole houses and seeing how that changes our, you know, our chart. Absolutely. It's been really amazing, actually. It's been reaffirming for me because things are just making more sense. And yep. This is after your suggestion yep. for checking it out. So it's been really, really cool. Um, another book that I'd like to recommend, which is, it came out a few years ago, but I, I just want to mention it because I just love it so much. Is, I also do. Yeah, we both have this book and it's just really, really lovely and wonderful is the Astrological Grimoire and it's, um, Timeless Horoscopes, Modern Rituals and Creative Altars for Self-Discovery by She-Wolf and Beatrix Gravesguard. Um, this little book is wonderful because I think it does something really unique. So mm -hmm. for each yes. and every sign, uh, every sun sign, it will go through the basics of that sign. It'll go through moon phase horoscopes, moves on to mood horoscopes. So romance, change, reflection, compassion, action, fear. And then it gives you altar suggestions and affirmations, synchronicities, rituals, and things that you can do surrounding that particular sign and the book makes it clear that you can work with it during that moon phase or just because you want to connect with a certain sign something like that um so it is absolutely one of those books that i think is really thoughtful beautifully written it feels like very poetic in nature when you read it um and i think it's just special it does something different than a lot of other books have done another really special little gift that I'd like to suggest is um, Nightwork Candles. Um, Nightwork Candles is um, this really beautiful, really like authorly literary brand that I discovered recently. Mm -hmm. I have a candle called My Girlfriend is a Vampire. <laughs> all, the, all the candles are really, really beautiful and it's literally just a gift to go to the website and read the descriptions of each candle because they're written in such lush and delicious prose. Um, they make candles that are, I think, made for like poets and dreamers and creators. The candles themselves are beautiful, but the descriptions, the ingredients, the scents are on another level and I think are deserving of everyone's attention. So that's Nightwork Candles. Amazing. Andy, Amazing. What else? Are this you is loving? Andy. I'm going to suggest uh, this incredible book by Jessica Lanyadu um, called Astrology for Real Relationships. 
I'm super, super, super impressed with this book because it talks about all of your planetary placements and how those placements align with other people romantically or as a friendship or within like your family. There's just, there's so many ways um, that they examine how your planetary placements throughout the rest of your chart affect your romantic and friendship relationships. Mm. I don't know of other books that approach astrology in this way. Um, I think we all talk about sun signs so much. We talk about our big three. Big three is even asking a lot of people. But if you're if you're past that and if you understand your chart or if you just like, know your chart, this book I think can really, really help you dig in and like understand your uh, like problems <laughs> with yeah. other relationships, but also where your strengths lie, where your weaknesses lie, how you can better communicate with the people that are meaningful to you. It's really helpful. So um, I love Jessica. Astrology for real relationships is something that I'm super into. But because you mentioned a candle company, yes, I have to mention another. It's called Queer Candle Company. Queer Candle Company. It's based right here in Brooklyn. Mm, they Brooklyn. have they have scents like I have one right now called Cauldron Fire. They have ones called Daddy. They have ones called <laughs> If You're Home Homophobic, Get the Fuck Out of My House. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, they're gigantic candles with extremely good scents, and you're supporting something amazing. Ten percent of their proceeds go to the uh, Sylvia Rivera. Uh, in Law Institute, which is uh, all about supporting trans people and their efforts in the world. Queer Candle Co. Look them up. Follow them on Instagram. Buy their, you know, buy their daddy candle. Buy their twink <laughs> candle. <laughs> have at it. Have so much fun. Um, I'm loving Cauldron Fire. I'm loving it. Yeah, I think I smelled it the last time I was over your house. You did. It's glorious. Um, well, I will piggyback. I hate that term. Why did I say that? You don't have to say piggyback. Say add on to. I will add on to. You know, <laughs> everyone who says piggyback is like Chad, who's like the CEO of like a startup. So piggyback onto is the thing for you. Do you know what mine is? Pigeonhole. Ugh. Pigeonhole. Get I the hate fuck it. out of here. I stop it. it. Like, stop it. Why did I do that? Because you know why? I've been indoctrinated by the patriarchy. Because we've had to work in corporate worlds exactly. for so long. And I'm not piggybacking. Get the fuck out of here with piggybacking and pigeonholing <laughs> and thinking outside of the fucking box. Shut up. Shut up. Oh my God. Shut Bye. up. Shut up. Cauldron file. Cauldron Fire from Queer Candle Company, and don't do this to yourselves. Don't try to think outside of the fucking box. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Just say the things that you mean, and you don't have to say words that, like, other white, straight men use all the time. Like, Thank piggyback. God. Gosh, now that I fully hate myself. Um, <laughs> you don't. You just said piggyback because... It's, it's fine, right? I'll be yeah. fine. I haven't, like, transformed. I haven't transformed into like a straight white man or anything, so that's really good. Um, the next recommendation I have is to visit the Instagram account of someone named Aurora Luna. If you don't follow them, they are incredibly talented. I've always really loved their Instagram posts and wisdom. Absolutely. I've been following them too. They're, they're wonderful. I always learn something new from them. They actually offer something called Subarosa Divination and Talisman Sessions. Fuck so they're, yes. which, you know, as a Scorpio, Subarosa really appeals to me. <laughs> um, they're readings that dive deep into the heart of your inquiry through the use of several oracular methods, including cartomancy, astrology, bibliomancy, and claromancy. So... Anything that kind of gives you a deep dive into mm -hmm. different forms of divination is something I'm really interested in. And I really just love Aurora Luna, so I urge you guys to check them out. 
I'm going to be a little bit self-serving right now. Uh, I'm going to say that like what we provide in our workshops each astrological season is actually like part and parcel with that. It's not the same thing, right. but it's similar. I think that uh, every time we give a, an astrological season workshop for writers, it's always about diving deep and about the different um, uh, divination method methods that you can do to like get you to that point of understanding yourself. Yeah, absolutely. We love to try and use different forms of divination to connect you deeply with your chart and to different placements within your chart yes. and to the season. Absolutely. The astrological season that we're in. And like, I, I need to state, again, I'm not downplaying Aurora. No, Lennon, we should like... very different skill sets from us. However, we do crossover work. We do, and I think that's, like, the coolest thing is that there's this whole network of creators out yes. there that, like, speak the similar language, mm-hmm. and that we all offer, like, new viewpoints and new portals through which to look at different things, and I think, like, that's the coolest thing about what we do is we get to have these sessions that connect with people. I also just love Bibliomancy, so that really stood Same. out to me about Hugely their sub- important. subrosa definition. Uh, you know more about... Um, Catland Books, Melissa, the mm, owner, than mm. I do. Um, she has a new book coming out that's like about like uh, feasts and um, ceremony, yeah, and about holidays and the food that goes with that. I would love to hear. I know that we're going to yeah. recommend it. I don't own it. Lisa knows more about it than I do. Catland Books in Bushwick, Brooklyn, is a fantastic resource for anybody interested in witchcraft ritual. The occult. Paganism. Like, there's just so many good resources there. Yeah. What's the book uh, about? So, I pre-ordered it, but I don't know a lot about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, the book is by Melissa Jane, Melissa Madara. Um, they are the co-owner of Catland Books, the occult shop here in Brooklyn. And their book is called The Witch's Feast, A Kitchen Grimoire. Um, I'm Love drunk. It. so I'm, Love it. I'm 99% sure that that's the title, the subtitle. <laughs> Um, Do you want me to look it up? To be fair, I most of the time forget my own subtitles. <laughs> like, look at my subtitles. Subtitles are fucking tough. All of my books have subtitles that are like 37 words long. They're all 37 words long. It's some it's bullshit. A long, it's a long title. I work in publishing. <laughs> you think I know the fucking subtitles, Lisa? I exactly. do not. So, Melissa Madara's new book is The Witch's Feast. And, oh my god, their book is this incredibly gorgeous, in, in, incredibly well-researched gift to anyone who's interested in history, the Mm -hmm, culinary mm -hmm. arts, witchcraft, magic, ritual, ritual feasting. So the book will take you through um, ancestry, the stars, the cosmos, the earth. Um, I actually had a great time chatting with Melissa um, for their book launch through um, the bookstore Books and Books in Miami. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about just, you know, how they came up with the concept for their book and, you know, what their favorite recipes and stuff were for it. It was a really beautiful chat, and I learned a lot from reading the book. I got a really beautiful early glimpse of it. Um, so if you're looking for, like, really well-researched um, culinary history around, like, let's say, ancient methods of baking or, mm-hmm. like, certain foods they would prepare during old ancient rituals. I love it. Like, I love it. There. Mm-hmm. And, like, for example, there's different recipes for the different sun signs and there's different ancestral recipes depending mm-hmm. on, like, how far you go back and look at, like, Greece or or the Romans um, mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's just, it's delicious, it's lush. It's literally delicious. Literally delicious. Yeah. Well written, well researched. I give it ultimate 
forever props. It is going to be a book that lives in my kitchen and in my heart forever, which and, sounds like a blurb, but I mean it. And I feel like for her, like Melissa, for like, communication is really key to her. She's like a Gemini times a thousand. I think they use the pronouns they. I'm sorry, 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 so so sorry. Sure. Uh, I think they're like a Gemini times a thousand. Yeah. Um, uh, Gemini stellium, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. The communication methods, the um, mercurial methods mm. of Melissa, I'm just, I'm really excited for this book to come out. I've it's, had it pre-ordered for months. I can't wait for it to get it's here. It's so good. You're going to love it. I think that you and I are going to, like, make kitchen magic with it. And I deeply apologize for messing up the pronouns. Oh, well, I mean, we're all learning. We're all learning, uh, and that's all I'm going to say about that. We're mm. all learning, and I'm, I'm trying my best. Um, can I please give a shout-out? Uh, to the place that gave me my beautiful cat tattoo, which is surrounded by all of my sacred herbs that are important <laughs> to me, and the moon cycle, which is so important to Andy me. Andy has this incredible cat tattoo on her arm. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with my own arm. And I got, <laughs> I got it from the New Moon Studio here in Brooklyn. Uh, the owners of this place are um, a feminist woman, a non-binary human, uh, Drew and Zoe Bean, incredible, incredible human beings. I have, I've gotten several tattoos. This is like my fourth mm, tattoo. Yeah. I've never had an experience like I had in the New Moon stat- in the New Moon Studio. You loved it. it. All the decor, the decor is just like, are you a witch? Here you are. <laughs> are <laughs> is you- this in Brooklyn or in New- Manhattan? It's in Brooklyn. Okay. It's in downtown Brooklyn, like near the bridge. It's oh, like wow. downtown Brooklyn. Wow. Um, and it's a teeny tiny little space, and you have to book it months in advance. And it is worth every we- every second that you have to wait, every moment that you have to wait, every minute, every day. It is worth it. I cannot shout out enough Zoe Bean and Drew Linden from the New Moon Studio in Brooklyn. Their work is impeccable. Their values are undeniable. Um, their welcoming attitude is second to none. It is the opposite of like going into a space and getting like felt up by an old biker and getting, you know, <laughs> oh like God. it couldn't right? be further from that experience. And they've both been doing it for so long. They've earned their stripes. Uh, I think Zoe has won multiple, multiple awards for her work. Her pointillism. Wow. Holy fuck. So I'm just saying you probably can't get an appointment for like six or seven months, but it is worth it to wait. New Moon Studio, I love you. Thank you. Oh, I love that. I really do. I got myself this tattoo for my 40th birthday in July. And they made me feel like I was a queen ascending my own personal throne (laughs) by doing this for myself. Oh, my God. Well, if any of you listeners out there love cats as much as we do, (laughs) you should message us or write in and ask to see a photo of Andy's arm because it is Badass. And you should beautiful. also read Kristen Soleil's book. Yes. Her we, cat book. We love Kristen Soleil. Oh here. my God. I worship Kristen. We're, we're such a fan. Um, we're such fans. Wow. A fan. We're now one person. <laughs> Which is what we always say. We're completely redundant. We are. Yeah. It's not necessary for, the, for two of us to exist. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. That's why we have a podcast. Although tonight, we did find where we are different. (laughs) We actually went through and compared each of our... Like, we went through our entire chart. We went through our planets. We went through our planets. And we looked at, like, where we were the same, where we were different, how these things collided. And we are, in fact, two different people. Mm Mm-hmm. Contrary to what... Popular belief. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are different. (laughs) 
So, okay, my next shout out uh, is Sicilian Summer Design. Um, they make really beautiful Italian jewelry and mm-hmm. other things. They actually started making like little Sicilian handbags and um, I have three earrings from them. Uh, oh my gosh, they're just, it's just a wonderful little company. If you are in any way interested in Italian or Sicilian heritage or ancestry or just Mediterranean vibes and art and colors, this is the place for you. Like the earrings are yellow and blue and they're bold they're so and gorgeous. It's very Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. I, I just really love it. As someone who, like Andy, is Sicilian um, ethnically, it is just like a really lovely little little shop you can go sicilian summer design you can go on instagram i think there's on etsy there's always like a million really beautiful things that they have on offer um but like i said you don't have to be sicilian to enjoy it it's very mediterranean and if you're sicilian you're welcome yeah you're welcome exactly (laughs) i say that jokingly but also but it's also true also have to say (laughs) we've been so shit upon by everyone in the world however okay yes uh my next shout out is actually for People that I'm deeply close to, my dear friend Jenny Hill and her husband Dan Weber, who I also love very much, uh, who used to have a poetry shop, who who owned a poetry press, have now moved on to the next phase of their life, and they have this business called Rainbow Tomatoes Garden in Greenville, Pennsylvania, where they they raise like 300 varieties of heirloom organic tomatoes and have this shop that you can go and buy those tomatoes and buy their other crops. But to, for the rest of the year, because tomatoes are seasonal, uh, they have currently online the largest selection of tinned fish and seafood of anywhere in the entire oh, world, which is something that Dan just felt so passionate about that he just made happen. And if you think sardines are gross, or if you think tinned fish is weird, I cannot recommend enough that you just go onto their website and just say, Dan, suggest me something. I don't really like fish. Here's what I'm interested in. Or I like sardines, but here's what I'm used to. They have fish from every country that you can possibly imagine that has fish. It's just such a beautiful place. Go visit them if you're in Pennsylvania and get the tomatoes fresh from the farm stand as well as like the baked goods and the body products that are all produced by them all organic rainbow tomatoes garden yes and we love fish andy and i have been on many vacations where <laughs> we like pop and open a few cans of fish and like oysters salad, yep a bottle of wine <laughs> look at the ocean like think water about how beautiful life is yeah we're water signs. when i'm at the beach i want to eat fish exactly when we- i'm not at the beach i also want to eat fish. i know we really and <laughs> gosh do we have oyster nights Actually, we just had one. We did. We just had one. And it wasn't even enough. We had like three each. That's not enough oysters. It was pitiful. We love to enjoy the pleasures and the bounty of this earth. And we do it respectfully. And we always say thank you to the little creatures whose, you know, spirits give us these delicious treats. I mean, like, they don't even have spines. Like, it's different. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's what you tell yourself. It's what I tell myself (laughs) to sleep at night. There's a little oyster heaven somewhere. There is. There is. And I'm their patron saint because I thank them for every sacrifice they've given to my pleasure. Andy is the patron saint of oysters. And lost women. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. What's up? Oh, okay. my God. 
There's so much to be said, but since this is just a bonus episode, we won't go there. <laughs> Tell me about your next recommendation, Harlem Candle Company. Yeah, so I've got another recommendation for candles. I'm just loving candles right now. I've been, like, filling my house with candles recently. I mean, I always have, but for some reason... You always have candles I everywhere. Love candles. I yeah, love candles. Same, same. I'm, yeah, I love candles. Um, this candle company, Harlem Candle Company, I recently wrote about them for a piece I did and got the chance to, like look at all their stuff and like buy a few candles and oh my gosh Harlem Candle Company makes candles based on like old timey jazz in the 1920s in Harlem so if you think about it each candle evokes a mood evokes a mood of like a dark like smoky room filled with music and like the scent of perfumes just strolling by by people dressed in decadent outfits and music and jazz so every candle really does tell a story and you'll be whisked away by the beautiful prose and descriptions on the site um and the candles themselves are literally gorgeous they're like yes really well designed yes so i cannot um i cannot promote them more they're also a black owned company um and they're based here in new york city in harlem and we love that. So Harlem Candle Company for the win. Absolutely. Andy, what have you got? I have a wine company. Mm. Surprise, surprise. We drink a lot of wine for Esther Lush's. We it do. fuels our conversation. We drink the right amount to be professional. How about that? <laughs> we get professional drunk on wine once a month to have this conversation with you, our dear listeners. Honestly, that's it. There's a wine company that my my dear Scorpio friend, with the same birthday as you, Heather Davis, turned me on to. Last year, she sent me as a, I believe, a Christmas gift, uh, a set of wine bottles from McBride Sisters. And the McBride Sisters are two uh, black women who have uh, a line of wine. They have several different varieties, but they have a whole line of Black Girl Magic wines of like Black Girl mm. Magic Rosé, Black Girl Magic Riesling. Cannot recommend enough. Uh, I had like three of them, I want to say last year. The Rosé. Three in a row. Blew my mind. Black Girl Magic Rosé. Do it up. Do wow. it for yourselves. There are not that many black owned uh, vineyards in America. I'm sure there are more than a few, but they're like minority majority speaking it's not that common um if you're gonna buy wine and you're gonna buy it online you're gonna you're gonna find a company to support i really think you should look into the mcbride sisters give them to your friends for christmas um that's what happened to me last year uh christmas being like a you know yule and a a very pagan situation um worth supporting worth throwing your money at yeah really into it it's definitely really good i've had the black girl magic rosé as well and i love it and it's just a really beautiful way to support a business. And also, the bottles look so cute. They're really cute. They're really, really cute. So, the next book that I have that I'd like to recommend for you all is The Dabbler's Guide to Witchcraft by Firelight. Firelight. Mm, yeah. Recent book, Dabbler's Guide to Witchcraft. I think it came out like two months ago. Can't recommend it enough. I love Firelight's um, opinions and captions on Instagram. I think they're always really smart, thoughtful, and wise. And they always get me thinking about, like, thinking outside the box, being inclusive, being compassionate, being human. Um, And I think the book is really, really great for people who are new to witchcraft, especially who want to think about it critically and thoughtfully. 
Um, and also, it's, it's fun, and it's a beautiful book to own. So that's something that I can't recommend enough. Also, they have a podcast that I'd really recommend. So check out The Dabbler's Guide to Witchcraft. Andy, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I'm uh, also a huge fan, uh, a huge fan of Firelight. I also think I have the hiccups right now, so I'm trying to just like deal with that. We get really lushy, f- only for you guys. Well, that's true. We get. We <laughs> it's get for lushy. my job. <laughs> Can I pl- also uh, do a plug? I might hiccup through this whole thing. Please, please excuse me. And if you know us, we are very human here. We don't edit our podcasts nope. because we, we want to be honest. Want to be honest. And the last time we had a podcast episode recording, I coughed the entire way through it. So <laughs> do not worry, Andy. <laughs> Uh, a few weeks ago, I went to Denver with, once again, my friend Heather, who I mentioned earlier, who has the same birthday as you, Lisa. I really love Scorpio women as friends. (laughs) Um, but we went to Denver and I got to go to Ritual Craft, which was a place that I have followed on Instagram for, for like a while, but not really known about. Um, oh my fucking God. It was gorgeous. You walk in to like plants it's just like a whole plant section just mm. greenery as far as the eye can see you walk past that and there's just like beautiful magical goods with this fireplace in the middle of the store and then you get past that and there's a whole library there's a gigantic library of books for sale a library of books and i saw your book there i i oh. went i every bookstore i go to <laughs> dear readers i look for lisa marie bazile's books because <laughs> she's my sister and i'm obsessed and I went and I saw uh, Light Magic for Dark Times on the shelf. Aww. However, Ritual Craft in Denver does such a f- fantastic job of welcoming people. They're connected to a tattoo shop. They do really good work. Um, I bought a lot of stuff. I bought a lot of stuff from their shop. <laughs> but I particularly bought uh, a brand that I have also followed on Instagram forever called Spinster Sister. I got their um, organic uh, uh, hand sanitizer. I got some moisturizers from them. I got some like pick me up herbals. I got um, I got a beautiful like pleasure drops from Adrian uh, Brown. Wow. Yeah, created in like ecstatic pleasure. Okay. For a partner, I got oh. pleasure drops from this place. It's and I've used them and it works. Um, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ritual Craft Denver. Shop from them online. Cannot shout out enough. So gorgeous. So beautiful. It was jealous of the space in the best way possible. Wow. Ritual Craft. Well, I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for carrying my books and also for just bringing lots of magic to the masses. We have one last thing here that we'd like to shout out. We have millions of things, actually. But like a we, bajillion. We wanted to keep this like a doable episode. Um, we have an amazing bar here Hopeful bar, bar yes. to be in Astoria, Queens. Astoria, yep. Uh, it's called Dave's Lesbian Bar. Dave's Lesbian Bar. Dave is a man's name. Dave is, um, you know, uh, symbolic in this instance, I suppose. Dave's Lesbian Lesbian Bar has been holding pop ups and and music events and queer shops and queer pop ups, um, so that you can go and give money so that there can be a queer bar in Queens for women, for lesbians. I, I say women, that's not the term, for lesbians, for people who love women in that way, um, which is part and parcel of who Lisa and I are. We are some bisexual queens giving you this information. <laughs> we sure are. Um, I don't know if we talk about that all the time. We actually don't, and we were talking about this earlier, how we I, I feel like I bring it up, but it's always like an off, yeah. offside mention. 
But we definitely consider ourselves queer, bisexual. Big time. Big time. I am extraordinarily bisexual. Yes. I'm in a relationship with a guy for a long time, but That's... it doesn't detract from my bisexuality. And it, in fact, it kind of makes me a bit sad to feel as though, um, you know, I'm only considered a girl who's after boys because truthfully... I like I like everyone. Just because you happen to I'm fall, pansexual. You happen to fall into a relationship with someone you love and that person happens to be yeah. a cisgendered male does not make you straight, Lisa. No. And I can't say that enough. Yeah. I can't say that enough. I agree. Thank you. Bi erasure fucking sucks. It fucking sucks and it's so real and it's so insidious. Yeah. Um and, and the, the, the the stereotypes around bisexuality. Yeah, I mean, it, it fucking sucks, especially as me, for just, I can only speak about my perspective, is that I have a cat right now who is playing loudly with a toy, and I'm going to stop him. <laughs> He's playing with, like, a million toys loudly. So I'm going to go and stop him, and then I will get back to this important I'm going to keep talking about it while she goes and wrangles her cat, because uh, this is Annie speaking. I'm, I am, I'm so bisexual. Do you not, <laughs> do you not agree? I mean, yes, you're very... I date a man, I date a woman, I date a man, I date a woman, I date a man, I date a woman. Sometimes I date them both at the same time if everybody's cool with that. Absolutely. There needs to be more lesbian bars. The scene in New York City is extremely gay. Yeah. And I'm here for it. However, that being said, if you go into a gay bar, it's 99% men who are there for men. And they're cisgendered, and they're there for other men. And there just needs to be more lesbian spaces, and there really aren't very many in this city. It's really hard as a, what whatever you consider yourself, femme person who wants to connect to other femme people to find space where that happens. And there's nothing in Queens right now, and Dave's Lesbian Bar is um, aiming to be that, and they're doing all these fantastic events that you should support so that there can be a lesbian bar in Astoria. And I have to tell you, as a woman who dates women at times and often, it is it is necessary. It is really difficult to go into a bar and like try to meet women. Yeah. Women are really friendly with other women. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're your best fucking friend. And you're like, are you interested in me sexually or are you just talking to me as a friend? It's really difficult. Yeah. It's extraordinarily difficult. It is. Uh, support lesbian bars. I cannot say that enough. Support your bisexual friends. Stop asking them to make a choice. Don't ask them if they're just doing threesomes. Don't ask them if they're going to cheat on, like, a partner with the oh other my God. gender. Like, get the fuck over it. And Bi-erasure sucks. Bi-erasure sucks. And stop stereotyping people based on how they look or how they behave. Like, I might be high femme as fuck, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make me any less bisexual. It doesn't mean that I only want to perform femininity for a man. And it doesn't mean that, like, I am not attracted to women, also, whether they're femme or not. I think personally, and this is a really overflated statement, I don't care, but um, I don't think you can get queerer than being bi. I completely, or, or pansexual for that right. matter. Well, like, which is, the, I, I right, say bi. Exactly, exactly. I mean pan. Yeah, exactly. I mean pan. We, I'm so sorry. Include, I, I'm using an outdated. We include trans men and trans women, of like, completely. Course. So there is. A fucking course. I'm sorry. No. I have been using an outdated term, also pansexual. And, also, and anyone who might consider themselves androgynous or something like that, it's like, or non-binary, like, I fall in love with who I fall in love with, I feel attracted to who I feel attracted to, mm-hmm. although I am dating a man, and I put this on the record very loudly and proudly, um, 
my desire and my love are not hinging on what's between your legs, what could be between your legs, or what you present as or perform as in society. It really is, like, who you are as a human being. Absolutely. And that's something I actually haven't said out loud, so I feel really yeah. good saying it. The wine in the bottle, not the label on it. Exactly. As David Rose would say, as I like David white, Rose. but I like red as well. Yep. <laughs> and as Stevie said, back to him. <laughs> Which I love. Okay. So those are... Wow. We that was a from, deep shit. We went from <laughs> recommending uh, things to you to talking about our, our really pansexual preferences... We love you guys. Uh, we're going to be giving you a Sagittarius episode sooner rather than later. Yeah, very soon. But this is not not a Sagittarius episode. Oh my god, this is completely a Sagittarius Right? This episode. is absolutely a Sagittarius This episode. is pretty fucking Saggy. Oh, Lisa. Like, we got out of Scorpio and we're like, okay, let's get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. We're going to be back with a, a full-on episode soon. Tell us what you think about these recommendations. Go out and support these really great companies. Or don't. Uh, capitalism fucking sucks. We love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends about us. We love you. We love you. Good night.